Welcome into the show, Geekaholics. On today's show, we start off with a Geekly Rewind, Nintendo in hot water in Europe, Halo Infinite speculation, and finally some fatherly advice on how to get your kids started with gaming. If you're short on time, we'll have timestamps in the doobly-doo, but we suggest listening to the whole show. Thanks. Welcome to the Gentleman Geek Podcast, with your hosts Peter and Andy. Follow us on Twitter at gentleman underscore geek. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into the Gentleman Geek Podcast. I am your host, Peter, and with me, as always, Andy Hara. How are you doing today, sir? Good, thanks. How about you? Doing pretty good. Uh, so before we kick off today's show, I just wanted to uh, throw out a few social media plugs here. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Gentleman Geek, or Gentleman underscore Geek. On YouTube, you can just search Gentleman Geek Podcast. And you can always visit us for any of our podcast links on gentlemengeekpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, and let's get into it. Geekly Rewind. Geekly Rewind. That is our new little stinger transition for our uh, new segment uh, where we're going to recap some old stories. Uh, we've found that we've kind of got a back catalog of things we want to update and yep. uh, stay on top of. And the uh, first one is the uh, PS1 Classic. Price drops. <laughs> price drops Big galore. time price drops. Yeah. So did you want to start off with this one? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, well, no, I'm not surprised. Um, <clears throat> I mean, uh, how do you feel about that? $40 off. $40 off 23 days after launch. Yeah. That's... Uh, Kind of rough, I think. Yeah, it's kind of a kick in the junk to everyone, all their faithful fans who uh, believe that Sony was putting out a decent product, which, decent, yes. I'm not going to argue with anyone who's saying that it isn't fun to play. I'm sure it's it's... very fun to play. I think where our original standpoint or viewpoint was coming from was that they were messing with consumers. Yeah. They weren't respecting people's money, obviously, dropping it $40 right after launch. And that's, okay. I'll tell you right now, if I paid full price at launch... And 23 days later, it dropped $40. I'd be bringing mine back saying, I want my 40 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's still within the return policy. 30 days, right? It's not like a video game. Well, and there's no there's plastic wrap on it. Yeah, but there's murky waters there because it's electronics mm-hmm. and it's open box policy now. Okay. Well, what about the companies say like, I think Amazon does this where... Price price match price guarantee. Match, price match guarantee. Like Target, I think, does it all the time. Yeah, you probably could could go that route. So you don't even have to return it. Just like, I want the lower yeah. price because yeah. it's within 30-day return policy time, and I just want the lower price, or I will return it and go buy a new one. So I think that's basically where we're going to leave that. We just want to touch yeah. base to show kind of the trending, it going down, 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 down. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of surprised at how quick they dropped the price so much. I'm really surprised with how much. So, 23 days after the console launched, I mean, they had to have known that they were rushing this product to market. It wasn't as valuable as they thought it was. They were really just trying to hone in on, keep saying niche market. They were trying to hone in on <coughs> nostalgia, the whole nostalgia rush, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're putting out a solid quality product. I mean, it's no different than, I mean, I sent you the picture message of, the yeah. arcade one up cabinets <laughs> yeah. at, at FOIE right. on on sale for two hundred dollars. Right. 
So it's already dropped. And you also sent me that picture of, I think it was from um, the Pat, the NES punk, showing the soon to be in bargain bin picture with all the PS Classic stacked up in a window. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was actually, I kind of laughed at that one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had a little bit of fun with the fact that yeah. Best Buy had to put up a sign saying, <laughs> In um, stock or whatever it was. Well, in stock, but uh, please keep in mind that the PS1 Classic mm. does not come with a power brick. Yes, that's right. That is the other one that you sent. So that we're going to leave it there. Yeah. I, we're not saying if you bought one, you're dumb. I'm not or, bad. No, I'm not bad. Bad mouthing, bad mouthing people. We're just saying that Sony themselves. They this seems all premeditated. It was planned out. It bombed to an extent. It bombed. And they just dropped it dramatically to almost, I think it matches the price of the, or it's cheaper actually than NES Classic. No. And Super NES Classic. Aren't they, didn't they drop no, a little it's, bit? It's even, even, it's even priced with the NES Classic. Okay. No. So I think they realized that that's probably the price point that it's going to sell at maybe. So they dropped it to match it's, that it's, like almost immediately. It's same price as NES Classic and $20 cheaper than the SNES Classic. Yeah. All right, so that's probably going to be a message to the industry. This is what they should be priced at. This is a fair price. It shouldn't be because it, it steadily went up, right? NES Classic came in. Yep. Then the Super NES Classic, which I believe was a little bit more. Yeah. And then the PlayStation topped them all. And Yeah, the, the, the Super NES Classic was seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Once <laughs> That's the third time. Was it? Yep. Uh, we're going to leave it there. We're done with it. We don't hate you. We just hate corporations that try to screw with consumers and their feelings of nostalgia. So uh, we're going to move on to, uh, we did an unboxing or Andy uh, yep. was nice enough to do an unboxing of his uh, limited edition uh, NES switch controllers. Yep. Um, we got to see uh, right when he got them in. Uh, it was really exciting to watch the video when he sent it to me. It was really, really exciting. I did sign up for the subscription, which we'll talk about. Yep. Um, that's the only way you could get the controllers. I did sign up for that. I think the same day you did. I think we all did when it once Yeah, it we all, we all did day. once it launched. And, uh, I wavered a little bit. I thought they were a little bit too expensive, but I'll let you take it from here and give okay. your overall impressions about it and see if it's worth the money. It was sixty dollars. Yep, it yeah. was sixty dollars. Um, upon opening the package, I was, I was pretty pretty excited. The overall quality and feel of the controller is pretty solid. Very responsive. The uh, the range of the wireless is is like a is it like a regular Joy-Con? It's a regular it's a regular yeah. Joy-Con. Yeah. Okay. It's it's so yes, yeah, quality. It's it, it's quality. Nintendo licensed um, stuff, so it's gonna be quality. You know, like I said, the buttons, everything's responsive. It's just like holding an original NES controller, but it's wireless. I mean, it, it's cool. Yeah. My only gripe is the fact that um, the only way to charge them is to have the console docked. Oh, so no third party. It, do, um, it doesn't fit external chargers or anything. Like it that. doesn't fit in my um, official Joy-Con really? charger, uh, official Nintendo Switch Joy-Con charger. It, it doesn't Is seat it, all the way into. the... Can you lay the charger down and do it that way? Nope. Oh, because the charger has a it's, base or something like it's that. A, yeah, it's got a you know the the official has a okay a square base. Okay, and, I gotcha. And the controller won't. That's interesting. That's kind of it won't oversight. seat all the way into the. Yeah, I mean that's a minor annoyance. Yeah, I mean, what I they mean, could have probably done was put that that little. I'm the sure part that clips in. Just slide it to the right or slide it to the left, so you could actually put it all the way down against I, the base. I, but. There may be other style charging docks yep. that you may be able to use. Yeah. In my experience, the charging dock, the, you know the the charging Joy-Con mm -hmm. dock that I have, 
doesn't. Okay. So let's go over a few things. I just want to touch base. The the feel of it. Does it feel just like, because I know you have. Feels just like an NES controller. The weight too? Weight. Weight. Whole nine yards. Okay. The comfort. I'm just going to say the original yes, controller the, the, was not comfortable. It got the, into your palms and just dug that corner yeah, in there. The, but it, Yeah, it they definitely, so they still dig into the, yeah. uh, the palms of your hands, which that never really bothered me as a kid. Really? Well, we got big hands, right? So we can yeah. kind of like grip it without it hitting your palms. I do remember when I was smaller, it did. It did. I mean, whatever. It's just a small little thing. But you can see how non-ergonomic it was to yeah. how like compare them to controllers nowadays. Excuse me. I mean, uh, I, I think they're worth the money. Personally, yeah. they're, they're not limited to to just the, the NES online games. Per, you know, I think that there uh, probably will be other games that you can play them with i know mm-hmm. you know well, mike, have... mike had said that he he played the tetris game okay with them and it, and it worked perfectly but they fine. do do they have less buttons than a regular joy con yes one? It, it has the same amount it's it's a straight up nes nes controller original nes controller so one they're two designed, four, they, they are, one, two. they are specifically designed okay. for the nes games on the online subscription which is good because we've seen some reviews out there which ding them for not really being Joy-Cons, which that's not really their purpose. It's not the purpose. They were made specifically for the subscribers. They were made for the NES games. For the online service. Exactly. And they, they have a purpose. Their yeah. their purpose is for the online gaming of the NES titles. Right. Period. And that's one of the things I noticed when I was playing uh, some of the Mario games where I wanted to sprint and things like that. It's a little bit the, more difficult. The regular Joy-Cons. The Joy-Con controllers are very small. Which whatever, that's fine. But even with even, your hand, they get to like kind of reach around and go poof, 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 poof for the A and the B. Even to play like Tecmo Bowl, yeah, difficult because it's a joystick. <laughs> so instead of doing, instead of knowing you're going up, you could be going over left, and the computer might get confused or whatever. But that's, I mean, that's our relatively small complaints. And also with these, they were for NES online subscribers only, and it was only one per household, right? Yes. Yeah, that's see now there's family plans. So doesn't one, matter, right? One per household. One per wow. Well, that, one kid was lucky; the other ones. <laughs> that's. But then again, it's two. It's two actual full controllers. I, are you sure it was one per household? Or was it one per account? Ooh, that's a good point. I'll have to look into that. I might have got an error beer right there. Yeah. Well, we'll check that out. And uh, yeah, I think that's we'll an error beer. I'm, it I'm could pretty, be. I'm pretty sure. I'm it's almost one per sure account. it's one per. I'll wager that here live here, guys. I say household. I say he account. Says, yeah. I there see you account. Yeah, so we'll check on that and get back to you. Did you have anything else regarding the NES controllers? In my opinion, they are worth every penny. I wasn't disappointed with them, and you know, yep. I think a lot of people won't be, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really don't think so either, especially for the nostalgia factor that we're all wrapped up into. And they're wireless. They're wireless NES they controllers. Are wireless how can you go wrong? Did Did you ever use the original NES wireless controllers? <laughs> no. That were made by Acclaim. They sucked. (laughs) They were awful. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to ask. Uh, Connectivity. You said they were good, right? Yeah. I think you no issues. So I know. I know. uh, You're probably touching base on some of the original Joy Cons. The left Joy Cons having the issues of desyncing. No, no, no issues. So all bugs squashed. Okay, good. So with that, we'll jump into the uh, news and notes. News and notes from Everything Geek. Alrighty. So, uh, getting back, we're going to stick with Nintendo a little bit longer here. Uh, they're in a little hot, 
hot waters yeah uh, over in uh in europe so uh in in europe they have a law which allows for full refunds when uh, canceling digital downloads um so nintendo europe is based in germany and this is where the lawsuit was brought up um they're being sued because apparently nintendo is not following the rules what i mean by that is they are at time of pre-sale they're making their consumers waive their rights giving (laughs) basically saying you agree on this purchase on this day to not receive a full whatever you paid you know cash credit debit whatever if you really want that game yeah you will not be refunded anything so they're suing uh, apparently, uh, the news article that we read um, from Engadget Report was uh, PlayStation. Their current uh, policy is that they will refund before and after game releases as long as you haven't downloaded uh, or streamed the game. Microsoft will provide a refund only prior to the release. So after release, you're not getting a refund. Yep. And uh, the only ones to pass this law after an audit was Steam and EA Origins. They're the only digital platforms to pass the audit. Steam will actually, and this this I actually found pretty interesting. I wonder, I didn't check to see if this is the same in the United States. This is pretty sweet. Uh, they'll actually refund your money after you play the game for an hour or so. So it's like a short-term rental. Yeah. That's really cool. And then the, uh, the lawsuit is because Nintendo forces the consumers to waive their rights for a refund at time of pre-order uh, or purchase. They argue by doing so, Nintendo, that is, they're arguing that they meet an already established law regarding withdrawal of rights, which, as we know, in Massachusetts, we have all kinds of lovely old colonial laws of like not putting outdated, ice cream in your back pocket. Uh, outdated laws like, you know, no, yeah. no premarital sex. Yeah, that's up. So <laughs> that's what I think Nintendo probably found like deep, deep, deep in the law books. And like, yeah, we're we're going to use that one and it's going to it's going to work for us. Yeah. So. I don't think Nintendo's going to get away with this. They're probably going to have to start following the rules. <clears throat> probably not. I mean, I, I think you're going to probably see a lot of stirrings coming about, um, you know, digital downloads with, with refunds. Because, I mean, or you buy a game, you can return it for a full refund as long as it hasn't been opened. Right. And the packaging yep. hasn't been opened. So that's where I think this this is European law came from because it... Makes sense if you have not downloaded like PlayStation. I think they have the. I like PlayStation standpoint here. If you haven't downloaded or streamed the game, you get a refund. But the problem is, is that when you when you when automatic download, yeah. But when you select a game, yeah, and you click on it and you buy it, it automatically downloads. True, but maybe so, there's an option. I don't think so. Maybe. Well, I don't own a PlayStation. I don't know. Maybe our listeners can let us know. But this, I think the PlayStation one was referring to pre-orders, but it does say, yeah, so currently PlayStation will refund before and after a game releases. So that's true. After a game releases. So that's basically like you're just purchasing the game uh, as long as you haven't downloaded or streamed the game. So there's got to be something in PlayStation's system where either you have to, once the pre-order is done or the game releases, I mean, uh, you have to like accept the download or something. Probably. Um, and please let us know at gentleman underscore geek yeah, on I Twitter. Mean, I, I have a I have a PlayStation, but I've never pre-ordered. Right, you have discs. You have physical uh, everything. Copies. Yeah, I buy physical copies. Yeah. So, so we'll find that out. Maybe that you know we'll put that in the newsletter if no one shouts out to us, just so that uh, we can clear the air on that one. But Steam, man, 
Steam is leading the front with customer service. You can play an hour or so, hour or so. I think, so I bet you could put up a stink about an hour and a half. I think like, they've always been that way since day one. Also, that's and those are computer games. You, do yep. you remember, I'm not sure if you had computer I, games, but yeah, uh, yeah, the old school computer games. You bought the copy, yeah. you owned it. That it, was it. Exactly, because it had a specific product key on there yep. that you had to put in, and once you put that product key in, the game that's was it. worthless. Yep. At that point, you own that game forever, which is kind of why I I enjoyed downloading digitally as well because you know trade fomo i not fomo just trades uh, anxiety i have a tendency to trade games in way too early and then i rebuy them four months later because i'm like oh you know i never really finished that game i'll go back to it blah blah blah, blah. you yep. i love digital now because it forces me to keep it i i still enjoy having the physical copy yeah i mean i only i only do the digital copies to share well, they even stopped putting like cover art, like booklets <clears throat> of art inside this. Like all my Switch games I got for Christmas, nope. none of them come with a booklet. No booklets. There's, there's nothing. And uh, I'm they, like, they haven't. They have not put have... booklets in games since Xbox 360. That's true. That is true. Even so. maybe even before. That's a good point. I can't remember the last time I saw <laughs> a game booklet in in a game. <laughs> To be honest uh, with you. It was probably Xbox, original Xbox, PS2, GameCube error. Because I do remember having games then and having pretty full, thick uh, game guides with those. But there's no sense in it with online tutorials and stuff anymore. It's uh, just Again, it's part of the experience of buying a game. I that's, agree. That's the way I see it. I agree. So uh, we'll move on to our next topic. Yep. Uh, which is Halo Infinite Speculation. New Halo. Uh, some news broke from the developers. Apparently, they're bringing back four-player split-screen. Hardest decision they had to make. That was a direct quote. It was one of the most difficult ones, meaning decisions, we've ever had to make as a studio. That should not be the hardest decision you've had to make. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that that's a, a hard decision. Out of all the people that complained after the last game that you had no split screen, mm-hmm. you're going to say that's the hardest decision you had to make? Yeah. Your, there, your community begged you for it. Right. That should have been one of the easiest ones to include that in. It really shouldn't have been that hard. Yeah. Um, but local land parties are back on. That's pretty cool. That's exciting, right? I know. I remember the last the, the last <laughs> land party we had was uh, Mike's apartment. Uh, no, not his apartment. His his house. Oh, you're we, right. When we uh, it was the the launch for uh, Halo ODST. That's right. That that's yep. the last land yep. party I remember doing. So Mike, set that up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all bring our Xboxes over. We'll have a good old LAN party for yeah. Halo. I'm not carrying my 65 inch TV to your house, though, dude. No, let's <laughs> try to get some. You know, what can we use? I got a projector. We can bring that. I've got my 32 inch Vizio upstairs. Well, yeah. I wonder if they actually. You know what? I wonder if they're gonna let you LAN and use screens. Well, it's four players. Sp- yeah, that's split how screen. we did it. No, we did we did separate TVs for ODST. We did. You're right. So no screen, no screen watching. No screen watching that day. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. We'll hit up Mike and see what he wants to if he's up for it. Because that would be that would actually be a lot of fun. So uh, another uh, piece of information that kind of broke out of this was that the black undersuits under all the armor for Halo that's forever been black, it's going to be customizable now. Ooh. 
the customization is kind of getting overboard. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the Fortnites of the world, it's like cool all the customization that they put out, but that's a different. That's like a maybe we'll touch on that topic later. Get a friend Faf on the show or something. But I just I don't I don't personally have the time to invest invest for that in, type of stuff. in that kind of stuff. And I get that. They're, I think they're just trying to become more relevant. Yeah, in that and aspect, it's, and it's fine. And that is fine. I just the, I'm not, the I'm announcements not, I'm looking for is game modes, game uh, enhancements. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like trying that. to be a Debbie Downer about it or yeah. anything. I just, I just want to play. Right. I miss big team battles. I think Halo did that the <clears> best. <throat> Halo Five was a big letdown for some reason. I, I really can't even remember why, but it was a big letdown with big team battles. It, I it felt empty. I didn't. Well, I didn't really like Halo Five. Not a lot of people did. I enjoyed it when it first came out, but it got old really quick. And I think Call of Duty just pulled so many players over. Yeah. When Halo 3 and then Call of Duty uh, 4 Modern Warfare came out, that's when we all jumped shit. I know that. We used to play Halo 3 a lot. Um, my fondest memory of Halo 3 was the, the beta, honestly. I had so much fun playing the beta. The beta was a lot of fun. I remember us playing with you know all of our friends, you know Ian, Jess, Mike, Travis, you, me. We all just rip it up and then just teabag people for days. I have a picture somewhere. It might be on my Bungie account site somewhere. Say that was just like teabagging somebody. I think the the map was called Tower. It's the one with the bridge and the two towers on each end. And we're just just pounding them. This yeah. poor fella or lady. I don't know what they were. <laughs> um, so that's oh, and that's right. Okay, so customization. I guess it's coming back in an even bigger way. It's going to be based on Halo Reach. And if you guys don't remember, Halo Reach is the one that introduced the armory. Now, before the armory, you had to earn your armor, whether finding skulls, doing special achievements, playing with uh, Bungie developers yeah, uh, to get the flaming head. Obscure um, stuff. But the recon armor was the hardest one to get. Uh, I don't know if any of our friends actually got the recon armor. I didn't. I didn't even get the uh, ninja armor. The ninja one uh, was wicked cool. I know I got the helmet. I'm not sure if I got the full set. But so the armory was a place you could go in Halo Reach where you could get multiple pieces of armor uh, that could be modified across all armor pieces. So no longer did you have recon armor, all recon. It wasn't like that anymore. You could have a recon helmet with an mix, EOD it was all mix, chest. Yeah, it was all mixed and It match. was great. And uh, so and I think that's where really the customization phrase started was when they yes. started letting you, you know, mix and match pieces of armor. 100%. Yep, one hundred percent. And uh, so they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Looks like before they had twelve different. Uh, well, not twelve. They really had ten. It looks like armor pieces, and then you could do the customization, the emblem, the colors, yeah, yada yada yada. So I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, I want a bit of a change of pace from uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm looking for that next first-person shooter. Don't get me wrong. I've been having a ton of fun playing uh, with our group, with yep. the Saga. The, the Black Ops 4 has been been pretty good. It's been um, good. I apologize to everybody for my negativity on the downloads that have subsided since launch. I was not patient enough. I apologize. I've, it's a lack of sleep with an infant. I'm a grumpy old man now. Hey, you said you're old, not me. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, that yeah, so basically... I just hope that um, they change their con- their controller scheme. Right, to more you like, mentioned this before the show. More, more like uh, Call of Duty, you know, because that was where I really struggled was jumping between the games. The control schemes are so different from each other. You kind of have a, a period of time. Adjustment period. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you brought up some controls that I completely forgot about. The scope, left click. Yeah. Completely forgot that. I always, like, it's just natural now to left trigger to zoom mm -hmm. in. Nope. I was kind of like, that was like, oh my God. That was only for sniping. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't remember that. Just crouching, just like crouching click and hold, or you could change in the options to click to hold, like click yeah. on, click off. My God, that brought back some memories when you said that. I'm like, wow. And then the BXB combination, like that doesn't exist anywhere anymore. So looking for a Halo Infinite to be good, uh, to bring something new to the table, <coughs> Destiny 2 was fun and Gambit's a really fun game mode, but that got, I played it a lot and I kind of got sick of it a little bit. Also because none of our friends play it either. At multiplayer games, you need your friends to be there in order for it to be golden. Yeah. But BO4, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4 is, it's one of the funner multiplayers in the last couple of Call of Duties. Especially when you got people hating on you saying we're, yeah, we're not uh, expletive, expletive, expletive. Um, <laughs> reported immediately. Yeah. You weren't there last night. Uh, I saw I saw the text. Yeah, said reported everybody. it. So um, with that, we will... Uh, do you have anything else to add on Halo? No, I, I'm just excited... Uh, I'm excited to, to, to see a, a fresh Halo, yeah. Halo game come out that's... Well, uh, the thing that I'm most concerned about is I want there to be the co-campaign. Co-op campaign. That was the most fun I've ever had in Halo. Yeah, I... I just wouldn't mind to see it go back to, you know, square one as far as, yep. you know, the gameplay, bringing it back to making you feel like that mm -hmm. first experience. Yeah. And I, I think they'll come through. 343 Studios has kind of, I think they try to go out a little bit on their own and find their own yeah. footing. And that's okay. You know, they, they wanted to make their own. Yeah. It was okay, but I'm ready for good old Halo again. Yeah. So, Capture the Flag, I love that game mode as well. I, I'm King of the Hill. I always, I always like shoddy snipes. Shoddy snipes. Yep. Yep. That that was, um, yeah, for me, the most fun. fun. Those were fun. Zombies. That was fun, too. And I'd like to see them remake a bunch of maps, too, again. You know? I mean, oh, yeah. You, I can't you see remember that. so many of them. You, you know, you're seeing that now with, with, with Black Ops 4, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the remade Black yes. Ops maps. At first I was upset about that, about that happening, but you know what? Whatever. They're still fun to play. Yeah. Nuketown, still fun to play. So, again, I apologize to having such a negative stance point on BO4. I don't know why. Maybe I was just grumpy those days. I don't know, but it is a really good game. Lack so. of sleep is an MF. Yeah. All right, so we will get into our last topic here. It is going to be intro to gaming. A little bit of a fatherly advice, if you will. Basically, we wanted to touch base a little bit. Uh, you know, our slogan is raising future geeks. So just a little talk, just a little banter between us two about how, if we haven't already or if we have, how are we introducing our kids into the world of gaming? Have you allowed them to play any of the games? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've uh, I've brought both both my kids up into my retro cave, and mm -hmm. um, you know, I've got uh, you know the NES set up, the Super Nintendo set up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mostly let them play mostly the you know the, the original NES, just to kind of show them you know this is what it was like when I was your age. This is what I played, right. and um, you know. Recently, I introduced them to the Switch. Uh huh. How'd that go? <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah, I bet, uh, it, I bet they're all we, over that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We we played some Mario Kart. Played some Mario Party. They they really liked Mario Party. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Because that game's like that game. I it's been a long time since I played Mario Party, but I did get it for Christmas. It's like an hour commitment. 
Yeah, it's a decent chunk. Yeah, we of time. played. We played one game. It was an hour. Yep. Um, my son struggled a little bit with the controls. I had, I kind of had to. Yep. Help him along. That was the same thing with me and Bridget. Yeah. Um, Lila, no problem. Right. She she had no problem figuring out the controls. Uh, I didn't have to help her at all. Yeah. The um, game has a lot of follow direction. Like the mini games. All right, get ready. You're gonna like. This or match the buttons yeah. here, so yeah, he had he had trouble with that portion, mm-hmm. but I think after a few times of playing it, it you know he'll he'll get it. I mean, he's yeah. he's young; he's only five, you know. Exactly, and Bridget's four, so it, it's same thing. I like had to take the controller from her and like kind of do the thing and everything like that. Yeah, so. you got to show him. That, right. that, I mean, uh, with my daughter, you didn't really have to show right. her; she she could yeah. see on the screen and understand looking exactly. So yeah, so I when I uh, started with Bridget. Uh, it was kind of incidental at first. I was through tablets, mobile devices yep. and tablets, where she kind of learned the point and click, the hand-eye coordination, yeah. those Angry types of birds. things. Angry birds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's the other one with the, God, I can't remember what it is. It's like the little, you cut the string and it kind of warps oh, the little thing. Fruit Ninja. No, not Fruit Ninja. It has like this little, it's like a little frog and it cut the string and it kind of like whips a piece of candy across and you go like make it down a puzzle and into his mouth or something like that. Well, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's different. Uh, ant, so, ant smasher is good too i haven't heard of that one no no it's no. little ants running across the street you gotta... that reminds me of mario paint with um, the fly swapper yep it, it's it's um kind of like uh whack-a-mole okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> i okay. guess you could say yeah so that's how i kind of really introduced her as incidental at first and then from there i introduced her and it's actually xbox uh, one was her first experience in lego games okay Lego games are phenomenal uh, for kids. Number one, because you can do split screen, and it doesn't matter. Like, I think the old <coughs> ones, you had to be in the same screen, but they do that like split screen thing now. And you can make it stand, like, I like it more stationary because she's going all over the place. So, like, the split would always, like, fluctuate. Give me a headache. But um, <laughs> she's really good at the Lego games. She likes to discover things. She likes to build the pieces. She likes to either follow me around, I'll destroy something, and she'll build it. And she really, gets really excited about that. So, mobile tablet then to console retro games i've been playing the original nes with her and she's been she's been getting it but still she's pretty young so like the mario jumping over things and leaping but the nes i think for kids that age it's it's good because Mm -hmm. it's it's a simple setup right you you get the d-pad and two buttons and that's it that's it right so as long as she, you don't need to dash in Mario. I no. mean, sometimes for jumps, like the harder, more advanced yeah. levels you do. But, but for the first level, levels, yeah. yeah. The first level, you just need to know how to jump. Jump and then learn to evade or dodge yeah. enemies. That's it. And she was getting it on that. Uh, we played, geez, what else did we play? I don't remember. But, oh, Mario Paint on Super NES. We played that. And she had a ball with that, making the music, painting the templates and I things actually like that. Admit, I miss having that game. It's a good game. Thank you again. <laughs> it's fun. It, it took me a little bit to get it uh, kicked on and going, so I think the pins might be going out. Either way, once we got it going, it worked just fine, and it was great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, she she really liked the fly swapper game. Uh, that mouse is not intuitive. <laughs> it's a whack. It's the rubber ball mouse. Oh, it's old school. Yeah, you gotta, well, yeah. You gotta take there was take no it, optical back then. You gotta take it apart and, and clean, clean it. it. Yeah, clean the little roll arms. Yeah, I actually I miss having that game. I, I it's a good one. I would suggest I regret, I regret lending out my original system and losing everything I owned. <laughs> Bro, 
We won't open up old wounds. Yes, it's a very <laughs> deep wound because I lost about 30 games. Oh, I have a similar story to that with the uh, NES. Yeah. Brought so, it to my aunt's, lost it. Or didn't lose it, but left it there. Did I, tell you, did I follow up with you on this one? No. Um, so basically, she got back to me. Yep. Said that she knew she had it the entire time, yep. which is fine. She had planned on giving it to me as a wedding gift. Like a sentimental gift, like, oh, here's your thing. And but she, it disappeared. It disappeared. She thought she gave it to me. Oh. But we can't find it. And uh, so that was kind of a, a bummer. I mean, it happens, but. Boo. Boo, boo, boo. But end up picking up a new one. You helped me fix it and everything yep. like that. So whatever. I, I wish I knew which games I had. I know I had like Gumshoe and the Gold Zelda. And I don't. Let's see, I can't remember what else. It would have yeah. been nice to know what I had because who knows what I had. I only know what I had because I still have all the original game manuals. Oh, that burns deep. <laughs> Everything. Oh, no, at had. least I. Yeah, but at least I know. You know which ones it is, right? At least it, I know what I had, and you know I can keep looking <laughs> when I'm out shopping. Sure. It'd be know. a sad reminder for me of being like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I understand. So, basically, some tips to kind of get your kids into gaming if. You're thinking about getting kids in the game, which you probably already do at this point, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you have kids. Just get them in front of one. Yeah. And let them do what they want to do. Don't yeah. try to be overarching over them. I've, no, I've noticed just it. Just let them play. Exactly. And and it's okay to limit their time. Oh, 100%. Yes. You have to limit their time. If you don't, they become a zombie. Yep. Usually, it's what our parents used to complain about when we were playing video games. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I, when I play with my kids, we um, it's usually... You know, like an hour or mm-hmm. so before they go to bed, we'll play for like an hour, hour and a half, yeah. and all right, it's bedtime. Yep. Let's go. Yep. You know. Yeah, and that's that. And that, right, that's it. You got to set some boundaries, some time limits, things like that. So it's a fun thing to do. It doesn't take over their life. Yeah, I mean, I, I treat it as something that they get to do with me. Right. They don't do it by themselves. Right. Unless they're playing on their, you know, their leapsters or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like That's that different. is different because yeah. it's all educational. It's exactly. And, like uh, we use abcmouse.com yeah. for that stuff. So, but you got to let them, let their minds work through it. I, I find that like I see it click and I'm like, oh, she has it now. Yeah. Like she can do advanced things now. I'm like, oh, she's got it. She's fine. I'm going to back away a little bit. Watch her back away and perfect. Every time she gets it, after a while she gets it and she loves it. Um, and I, I love seeing that joy in her eye of the video game itch. You know, like I, I can see her playing for a long time and it makes me very happy. Well, I, I definitely opened the can of worms because, you know, when we go you know, to the comic store or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Daddy, we, are we going to get video games today? Are we going to add to the NES collection? Yeah. Well, Bridget asked for, uh, for Christmas, she asked specifically for a game for her on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So we got a Paw Patrol. Uh, so if your kids like Paw Patrol, especially your son, because he's younger. He does. Yeah. It's a great, it's such an easy <coughs> game. It's like Mario. It's jump and move forward. Yep. And once in a while, it'll stop the screen. You know, there's no enemies or dangers or anything like that. There's no time limit. There's no pressure. It's just left to right, side scroll game, <laughs> jump up platforms, collect some bones, collect some tags. That's yep. it. But she's getting the mechanics. And that's the best part is it's like a training course for her. And that's what I would also suggest doing. Be there with your kid. Teach them the mechanics. But again, let them do what they want to do. That's the best part of video games is that it's your mind doing it. Like if you ever sat next to like your best friend or another family member playing, like, well, why didn't they get that box right there? I would have, there's something in that box. Why didn't they get it? What, what's wrong with them? Yep. It's just how people work through it. You know, some people are interested in collecting everything. Some people aren't. 
Yep, but you got to let them explore and do their own thing. So, did you have anything else to add to that? No, that's pretty much about it. All right. So, uh, with that, uh, you know, we'll wrap today's show. It's a lot of fun. As you can see, we got a, a new uh, desk setup. I'm hoping it looks good. So, you can find us at gentleman underscore geek.com and uh, WordPress at WordPress site gentleman geek underscore. I'm sorry, gentleman geek podcast.wordpress.com. That's, that's <laughs> about it. Spit it out, man. Peace out, guys. <laughs> Later.